Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. How you doing, Andrea? Oh, I'm doing fine. You know, this it's the second week back from the holidays, and I'm getting into the swing of things. And, um, you know, it's just... I'm just moving on to get along, and unfortunately, the weather's about to turn. Yeah, snowy, yeah, no. which I which I very conveniently missed the first time, but I'm not going to miss it now. Oh, oh my goodness! So, that, oh, that snow is awful. Oh, well, I'm I, I'm I'm prepared. I just don't have salt in my trunk, but that that's okay. Um, I got two shovels and my wits about me, so I can right. not do anything. Look, if you can survive living in the Pocono Mountains in a nor'easter and a blizzard, you can survive anything. So, you know, I'm good. <laughs> so true. Oh, so yeah. what's the uh, chocolate news of the week? Well, the chocolate news of the week is that we have some um, uh, tremendous highs and um, some uh, uh, one low. But I'm going to start with a couple of highs. Um, the first one I want to, um, even though it's passed, this past weekend, we, um, well, I should say within the last week and this past weekend, we saw the, the Deltas, the Alphas, the Sigmas, and my, yours truly favorite, the Alpha Kappa Alphas, all celebrated their Founders Day because a lot of our sororities and fraternities were founded in January. And um, I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, and I'm... Um, the tra- actually just became the treasurer of my local chapter in Cincinnati, the Sigma Omega chapter. Right. And um, but the organization celebrated um, our 115th anniversary. So I just wow. want to say um, congratulations to all of our Greek brothers and sisters who are sub- celebrating their Founders Days. Even though we do a little dig here and there on different colors and things like that, we're all Greek under our skin. And it's a wonderful organization to belong to whenever you're starting out in life. I know for me, it was a great icebreaker to when I lived around the country, I knew if I found the local um, sorority chapter, I had instant sisters and friends who could help me navigate where I lived. So I recommend it to everybody. Um, Don't take any stuff, but it's a wonderful community service organization. They believe in scholarship, education, and leadership. And I think that benefits everybody by belonging to something like that, even if you don't belong to Greek, but if you belong to the Masons or the Shriners or any, or the Elks or any other organization that helps you empower you and teach you about leadership, join it and do it. So that's my call of action for today. Um, But with that, I will start with the huge, huge, huge high. Who day? The big day. And they won um, after that awesome, awesome fumble um, and and recovery by Sam Hubbard, um, making history with that 98-yard recovery of a fumble. It was unbelievable. I mean, the Ravens football, the Ravens quarterback, his face on the screen was like, what the heck happened? I won't say what he actually said but you could just tell us like i threw the ball we should have had a touchdown and said they got a touchdown you could just see the confusion on their faces as to what happened but um you know that 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 fumble saved our season 
And I think everyone is looking forward to the next game on um, Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Um, though everyone is a little miffed by the NFL supposedly starting to sell tickets for what they perceive as the Bills chief game for the AFC championship, which I think is really uh, uh, an insult. I was not aware of that. Oh, yes. It, they just, I think in anticipation to try to anticipate who may win, because it's coming down to the last two games of who's going to be determined who's going to play. For the you know for a spot in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I think they're just anticipating. Well, we'll just go ahead and tell them and them because we think they'll win and not the Bengals. And I was just kind of like, we went to the Super Bowl last year. We're determined to go this year. Yeah, you don't, you don't kick an underdog. You know exactly. Um, that would give me even more motivation to win. <laughs> well, Joe, I won't. Uh, Joe Mixon was asked. I was on Twitter looking at some reaction and Joe Mixon was asked today about it. I, I can't say what he said on the air, but <laughs> let's just say that it was a bunch of stuff. And um, Joe Burrow said, let everyone understand we are the defending AFC champions. And I don't know what anyone is thinking. So I'm paraphrasing what he said. Yeah. Again, I wasn't in the press conference, but I saw what it was said, what was quoted on Twitter. And, um, you know, I'm, I can, I follow a lot of stuff on Twitter. So Right, right. But that being said, so we're looking forward to Sunday. We also had um, in remembrance of Dr. Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King in Cincinnati. We had the march. Um, there are a number of wonderful programs. There were so many programs going on. I could not get to everything. I heard that the keynote speaker at the Freedom Center was fantastic. She spoke again in the afternoon, and both times she was incredible. Then um, the music hall program was wonderful and inspiring. And then I went to, um, you know, the, everyone gathered at Washington Park after the march down Vine Street, and everyone was just enthusiastic about the march. And I think the fact that it was not freezing cold this time, a lot more people came out to march, and everyone was very enthusiastic. And then also, um, what was also interesting, everyone who's starting to run for an office is collecting their signatures um, to get them on, on the ballot. So I would say as long as you are have a valid address and you're a registered voter, please sign those petitions. Everyone has a right to get on the ballot. Help everyone get on the ballot and give them a chance to um, let them be heard to yep. A, the reelect the, the council members who are running for re-election or new people who are looking to either try to replace them or people seeking a spot on the school board or any other local races coming up this year. Give everyone a shot because you never know who's going to be working on your behalf. So that's my 22nd message to voting. Um, But the MLK Day, I attended the, um, the, the Keep the Dream Alive Award ceremony at Church of Resurrection, which was um, wonderful and inspiring I would just say that Judge Melba Marsh, who is in her seventh and final term in office as judge, was always inspirational. Um, she always has, um, she gives three parts and then she has a great wit. So she's fantastic. And um, then also all of the winners who received recognition this year for their work, um, Barbara Bush, um, I should say Sister Barbara Bush, 
who um, is the co-founder of Working Neighborhoods. Um, she has helped to put a number of families who have been um, in low-income areas, you never could afford a house before, now own homes. So she's been working on that behalf. Um, Vera Dirk Dirksen, she won an award. Um, Pastor Robert Lee Harris, who's been around for a number of years doing a community activist. Um, Jacqueline Renee Emerson, she was also receiving an award. And also um, Kathy O'Malley, who is a prized member of Church of Resurrection for all the good work that she's done with the church's food bank and other things. But really what was outstanding were the brothers, uh, Tramel Williams and Tyler Williams, who happens to be the coach of um, Taft High School. And um, together, they are an awesome team. They're, they train the young men for um, athletics. Um, Tyler is an, an interesting coach. He's taken Taft High School to the, to the state championships, which was never expected before. So I think we'll be watching these two young men for a long time in the Cincinnati athletic community. And I think they are going to show that you don't have to be at the high-end schools to be a champion and a winner. As long as you believe in the athletics and the strength and leadership, you can go far. And I think they're they're going to be the best role model to teach our young men that on the athletic field. So that was the MLK Day. And, um, and again, everyone, you know, quoted Dr. King, um, believer in the dream and things like that. And um, I think everyone just continue to give to the community and show what you're made of. We'll, we'll, we'll move far. Then there was a disturbing story. You and I were talking about this earlier, John. The disturbing story about the shooter who shot the teen mom and her baby that had targeted a family in um, Goshen, California over, um, I guess, drugs. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Over. Or was it's, it gang initiation or something like that? It had to be something like that, yeah. And um, they live in a small community in, in, in California, and it was a mass shooting. They killed not only a 10-month-old, but also the grandmother, the, the I guess the either the grandfather or the parents. And it's just horrific what occurred. Um, the fact that the 16-year-old the teen mom was holding her 10-month-old child and was shot in the head multiple times. That just disturbs me. And they said the way that she was shot, the shooter, um, she tried to escape the shootings and they tracked her down and shot her. And they stood over her and shot her, which is appalling to me. The fact that they even killed an innocent child barely 10 months into their life and they're killed in a horrific fashion. You know some angels were made um, on that night in California. It was just horrific what happened. Um, I only hope that they catch the shooter. I know they arrested someone in suspicion, but I don't know for sure that he is the guy who did the shooting. So we'll have to hear more about this story. And then, you know, there's been a number of horrific stories of violence against Black and Brown people around the country, which is horrible. And um, we just need to take a stand and do something about this. Um, it, it, I don't believe it, you should resolve things with a gun, so. Yeah, and it's just really sad, especially when you kill a teen mother and her baby. I'm just like, you have to be like a special kind of evil to do that. That was just so unsettling. That, that I mean, it, it, number one is a teenager. She's barely started to live and she has a child. And 
you know, they're both still forming what they could be. And it's sad. It's just yeah, sad. It really is. So um, I, I just, um, I don't know what to say about this story, but we'll keep on top of it. And as there are updates, we will update our readers and listeners as well. And I would say um, another interesting story, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say. There have been some classified documents found in Joe Biden's office of his think tank and in his home. And, you know, people are jumping on it. They want an investigation. And, but at the same, uh, Joe Biden was even surprised that there were records in his office. Um, oh, that's not a good look. It's, no, it's not. It's not good. Oh. You know, probably he thought they were returned or there might be, you know, there are those classified records that really are low level, you know, but eventually yeah. probably return to the archives. Who knows? I don't know what's going on yet. I know they've been slow to respond because I think everyone's been caught off guard about this. Yeah. Um, but at the same price, same time, I'm not surprised at right. it. Right. But it's not what Donald Trump had. Exactly. And it's not, he's not refusing to turn them over. He's yeah. not adding them. He forgot they were there. They might have been gotten for and, and and on top of that are not as many as Donald Trump. Donald Trump had over a hundred classified documents um that pertain to national security and things like that. These documents, they're like, well, we found classified documents, but they don't sound national security ask. Yeah. You know, there's no alarm, but then again, we don't know what they were. Exactly. Um the only thing that I hate though is like you know, because everyone on the right wing is just reinforced, is like trying to say Joe Biden is unfit for office, senile old man. And this kind of reinforces that stereotype, unfortunately. But, um, you know, what? Well, let's let, let, let's just hope, you know, it was just nothing, you know, nothing serious or whatever. Well, I'm hoping it's not anything serious. And I think, you know, it'll Joe, he's he's an all right guy, and I think he's going to come. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I yeah. I think once they apprise of the records, I mean, from the way he sounded, like I mean, it wasn't like a hundred; it was like maybe five, two. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's a small amount. Again, yeah. I think it was probably um, reference material that right. was borrowed and forgot to be returned. Right. Um, again, I'm speculating. So yeah, but the fact that he turned them in, it's like okay, it's just just a slip of the mind, you yeah. know. It's just it's and 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 that's how I hope it's. That's how that's all I hope it is. You know, people me forget too. sometimes. So yeah, me too. Know, as far as I'm concerned, this hopefully should just hopefully this should just be the end of the story. At least that's my hope. We hope. Yes. But then again, the Re Republicans they have something to gleam on, though it's weak. It's yeah. very weak because yeah, they're, they they're, they're reaching. It, they're reaching. They're so badly wanting to reach. And, and I think what was interesting, I saw a tweet today um, where someone talked about the difference between the Democrats and Republicans. The Democrats have been in power for two years and they got this, 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 and this done. The Republicans have been in power and all they're talking about is status quo. Yeah. And upholding cheats. Um, keeping tax cuts for the wealthy, destroying the middle class, and that's pretty much it. 
Oh, I love um, it when they talk about destroying the middle class. Well, I think it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what happens tomorrow when the, when the debt ceiling hits. What are they going to do? Yeah, that should be interesting. And I mean, the deals, people were still feeling the reverberations of the deals that McCarthy did in in for that speaker of the House um, debate. Right. Um, it is um, one guy who was supposed to be chairman of House Ways and Means, a guy who wasn't even slated to get it, got it over him. And he was the senior member who got pushed aside. And he's so mad right now. I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. those deals that McCarthy, he he is, his leadership is sketchy already. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. It, it certainly is going to be interesting. You're right about that. But last but not least, a little exciting news. Um, Benita Brown has been selected as the Northern Kentucky University interim president as they do a national search for a new leader. And is this the first time a black person has been president of the university? Yes, I believe so. So it's a really big deal. And, and I, I think this is really, um, it was actually, it was announced um, ooh, this morning and that she is, she will serve until the seventh president is selected and begins their term, which was announced in a press release in a press release by the board. Um, she is no stranger to the university. She has been with the university since 2019, and she currently serves as the NKU's vice president and chief strategy officer. So it's it's a good lateral move for her, so that even if they don't choose her as president, um, at least it gives her a chance to decide that you know what I wonder who where else is open to be president of the university and move forward. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I wish her good luck. Um, you know, being president of any university or college is uh, is a tough job. Um, not only you have to keep students in line, but you have to raise money and, um, you know, keep the university moving. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I wish her a, a really good luck. Yep, me too. And that is our chocolate news for today. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. And that's it for today's show. And I want to thank Andrea for going over all the chocolate news. Thank you so much, Andrea. Oh, it was my pleasure. It's just gonna we're just gonna stay abreast of those stories that we talked about. And maybe you know what? We also try need to mention that we'll try and get an update on that story from Mexico. Um, right, right. And yeah, we we're still waiting to hear what happens with that. So we'll see if there's any update. So. Yeah, definitely. And remember, folks, you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes on our website, www.cincinnatiherald.com, slash newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, Cincinnati Herald is also looking for news distribution and delivery agents. So please contact our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander-Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day. <laughs>